Welcome to The Broad Pod, just a couple of broads interviewing inspiring women. I'm Becca. And I'm Jackie. Let's get inspired together. Don't forget to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a special surprise for our guest. And thank you to WKWC for allowing us to use their podcast studio. All right. So obviously we have to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Sorry, people. He's fine, fine. (laughs) I love him. I've loved him for a while. And then like Taylor Swift is just shining a light on how fine he is. Okay. (laughs) I feel like I cannot speak on if he is fine or not because Zach will be like, what? Oh, no. My husband does. knows i have a list and he is on it no he's, he's, so tall. he's a good looking good looking he's he a man as well and he, he's yeah, a good looking man like, but you know she's been like i say like a lot anyway she's been dating these little like puny guys yeah. you know, like, like artists yeah. like feelers I, she does not need that she's in a I whole agree. other like area of her life i now. agree no he's he's a different vibe than what she's had in the past for sure and mm-hmm. i he's a fine I, I, I like vibe. it what'd you say i said he's a fine vibe <laughs> i do i just i mean what's well, all these women they're gonna start they're gonna start their own fantasy football league and it's gonna be <laughs> is taylor swift gonna show up or not and how long she's there and then she yes, points exactly. for how many minutes she's there at the game <laughs> I love a it. shot for every time she comes up on the screen or something like yeah. that yeah oh my god you'd be drunk well i saw that today there was um you know um, Travis Kelsey, my boyfriend and his brother have a have a podcast and they were talking oh, about yes. like the fact that like the NFL is really capitalizing on this because, yeah. you know, the NBA oh, always has a lot of celebrities at their games. Right. So they sort of treat it like, OK, there's Usher on the sidelines, but, but moving on. Right. But like yeah. the NFL is like, how many times can we put Taylor Swift on the screen? Because they right. know that it's, you know, there's ratings. Also, yeah. I just like that. There's a lot of girls who can watch foot like who are starting to watch football now, even yes. if it's just because of Taylor Swift. I was going to yeah. say, I, I love like, football. Now I get my wife to watch or maybe my kids or my teenage daughter right. you know? yeah, yeah. Like bring it. the whole like family football. together yeah. now. look what Taylor Swift is doing they should have been look watching for the pants the whole time I hate to tell you ladies you've been missing <laughs> out but whatever so. Zach would love if I would watch football with him oh, are those no. the pads or the pants <laughs> I love a glute. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh my gosh. But anyway, yeah, I love him. I've always been a Chiefs fan. We lived in Kansas City when I was growing up. Um, and so I mean Really? Every, every, yeah. Everything about this is so wonderful to me. How do you think that um how long do you think they'll last? I think he's the one. Stop in my it. mind. No, really. I, I want like him to one be for the Taylor. one. I don't think there is either. I, don't, I think she's going to yeah. let just be Haters. A, I, I, I don't, don't know. think she's going to be a single. I, I don't see her ever settling down. Okay. And Famous you, last words. I don't, I don't see I, it. Yeah. I, mean, I thought, what's his name? This last guy was the one that she was with for years. I never even saw a picture of him. Name? Like, who is he? Joe or something? Joe. Joe <laughs> something. He? He's a British wow. actor. Yeah. He's, yeah. Who is he is an excellent question. He's not Travis Kelsey. I tell you that private. This is more fun. This is more fun to be able to watch it. That you know. she's like supposedly like leaning into just being her authentic self and putting herself out there. I saw that on Instagram today. I did a lot, I did a lot of work today. <laughs> Wait, did she say this? Or she did her. Did somebody speculate us, this? Us Weekly said it. Oh, I don't, well, I don't you know, know who you said can it to Us that, Weekly, but I well, have sources. Well, Instagram. I do. I think it is funny that she is like just so... like it's on Facebook. It must be true. Right? Yeah, seriously. Right. Are you my mother? Anyway. I think it's so funny that like she is being so public about it like if she does seem well, like, like she, she went keeps the it private, private. she yeah. went the exact oh, opposite well that's yeah. why yeah. First, it's so weird we could do a whole hour on this anyway yeah. so that's why at first i thought it was like a publicity stunt well, but then i was like i was like taylor swift publicity. needs no more publicity sure um but i was like maybe the chiefs are paying her because yeah. you know his 
his like jersey sales went up by 400 yeah, percent the next wow. day but like he's happened. also already doing well for himself too you know what i mean so i know, I know people are like oh, oh he's yeah. looking for clout like he i think yeah. he's already got it but he's, he's already of, doing good for himself but he's got now he's got a new crowd though but, yes. yeah you know? i saw this this video on my other source tiktok um and this <laughs> this the, this husband was explaining he was like you know all Travis Kelsey fans knew who Taylor Swift was, mm-hmm. but not all Taylor Swift fans knew who Travis Kelsey was. Like right. she has a level True. of fame he didn't. Oh, absolutely. And so she yes. has exposed yes. him yes. to a whole. Like everybody knows who Taylor Swift is, yeah. but she's just exposed. Yeah, exposed him <laughs> to a whole like, <laughs> different group of people. I just I do love him so much. It's cool. It's cool. I I, I'm I'm interested to see how it goes because. For some reason, she gives off like bro vibes to me. Like, I don't know. I don't see her being like a romantic, like, I don't know. She just seems like a bro to me. Mm-mm. So I'm not sure how that's going to go. I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know if she's his type. So we'll see how that goes. But maybe that's Sometimes a good thing. Sometimes those are the ones that work out. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's uh-huh, going to work Paula out. That's what Paula Abdul taught me as a child. Opposites. A track of you okay. know. <laughs> right. I'm full of it today, right. y'all. And I'm hungry. So this is going to go real well. Uh, no. Well, that was a fun Do topic. You need I do. Oh, <laughs> I had Snickers man. earlier that's today, and favorite. I feel guilty about it. Yes, but that's yes, it's on my shirt. Actually, I have Snickers chocolate <laughs> on my shirt. Oh no! Okay, I love it. All right, so we are so excited about this guest. This is going to be really cool. I'm really excited, and it's an honor for Becca and I because we are both getting to know this person. Yeah. We didn't right know now. you from Adam before yeah. you walked in this room. Yeah. And we're so like, excited. Oh, yeah, I want her to Sometimes be my friend. That's a good thing. <laughs> well, we're pumped because this lady, you can already tell, is a badass. Mm-hmm. And that is Sergeant Whitney Adamson Payne. And she works with the Owensboro Police Department. And we are just so excited to have her. So mm-hmm. we'll start with icebreakers. Thank and you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, happy first? we're happy to have you. Am I yeah. first? Okay. Yeah. All right. So first question, Sergeant Why Whitney. Why do you look so serious? I don't know. I don't know how I never looks. Okay. <laughs> what are the top three items on your bucket list? Top three items on my bucket list. Ooh. Um, I would like to go to Yosemite National Forest. Ooh. I am a huge animal nature. I love to be outdoors. Okay. okay. I don't like to be cooped up indoors. Um, I would like to go to Alaska. Mm-hmm. On a cruise? Or like, like my parents really want to go on an Alaskan cruise. Do you... If I can get off the boat. Okay. And, yeah. You know. Right. And you stop in port. Okay. Whatever. But however you get to Alaska is how you want to exactly. go. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> but I'd like to make it one piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I support that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go on an African safari. Oh, oh wow. I mean, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, actually, a guy I work with, they, him and his wife went a couple years ago. I was like, it was amazing. Oh, I bet. That sounds scary. Really Does that sound scary <laughs> to you? Yeah. You just go to Animal also Kingdom amazing. and you'll be fine, Animal Jackie. Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is San Diego good for Zoo. me. Yeah. 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 The zoo is good for me. Every time I think of Alaska, I think of that movie, The Proposal, with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Anybody? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Excellent movie. Okay. Yeah. Number two. What show is your biggest guilty pleasure? Please say cops. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I don't watch anything like that when I'm home. Um, Big Brother. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. We are big brother people. We should have started with this. So when I met my husband, I loathe reality TV. Loathe it. Would not watch it. And he has watched it from like season one on. Mm. And so he got me watching it. Now I love watching it. And we've got my 10-year-old daughter watching it. Yes. Yes. Who are you rooting for right now? Oh, my gosh. Cam. I I like Cameron, too. I like Cam. I used to like not like him. Now he's amazing. Yes. When he started out, it was like, 
I don't know if I'm gonna come on, man. Yeah, just a little arrogance. Yeah, well, but Sharice, like he's um, killing it. Yeah, not very bright. Jared, not the brightest Jared, crayon. Is that his yeah. name? Jared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, yeah, Bobo. Yeah, mom's coattails. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, if he didn't pick up her, like her. What's the word I'm looking for? Like skill. Like yes. she was so good she's at Survivor. Good. I don't know yeah, Survivor she people. Well, and she I was am. good. Yeah, yeah. She's Survivor. I love all yeah. that mess. And she's good on Big Brother. I mean, really. Yeah. Yeah. I no, love Jack did not. And, and Matt. I love them both. But Cam is just killing yes. us. Yes. You know? Would you compete on Big Brother? Like, would you ever like try out for a show like that? I would. I don't know if I'd last long because my face, it's just written all over my face. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hide it. You know, when okay. we during COVID, when we could mask, it was great because I could hide yeah. my face. <laughs> yeah. But pretty much it's written all over it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I don't yeah, think I, I would do love well. to, you would... but then they would see my face and be like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> would, I, you, would you compete? Would you I, want it? I'm a good Christian, but I gossip too much and I know crap would get back around. <laughs> Like I would, I would be out. You Everybody just gotta remember what you say, but if you keep lying, you can't remember. So you just kind of do half lies, yeah, half no. truths. Yeah. And I like all of those like physical <laughs> challenges, like holding on to the yeah. like. I would be out in like two seconds, but like. Bye, I tell Zach yes. to do it. That's my husband. I tell him, I'm like, please go to Big Brother. I think you do well. Yeah, I think he, he would, would probably get voted out because he would be like a, a competitive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm very but, loyal. Is my problem. Yeah. It's like I can't, I can't stab somebody in the back like that. Yeah. Like I just can't. See, I would be too sensitive <laughs> for it. I would be like hurt. I'd be like, yeah. I'd well, forget it's a who game. Who was the girl last year that cried all the time? I oh, wouldn't be crying, but I'd be like, oh, okay, God. I couldn't. Um, remember, but it was like, please vote her off. Nicole? No, that was several years ago. I think she won. I'm just really glad there isn't a giant alliance. That yes. has, you know, like yes. the last couple of years, yes. there have been like six Absolutely. or seven of them. And it's just like, you know, and it's like boring you know every, until you get yeah, right I to agree. the very end when yep. they start turning Absolutely. on each other. This year has been way more. I think they've tried to like add some of those different things in to yes. prevent that from happening. And I think it's worked. I, I it mean, is. I'm worried about Cam, though, because obviously he's going to be he's going to be the target. target. You know, 100 oh, yeah. <laughs> percent. But anyway, cool. <laughs> OK, we could talk about that apparently. Yeah. All, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, OK, so who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? And what would the name of the movie be? Mariska Hartsky. Did I say it right? Is that Hartsky? the Law and Order? Yes. Yes. Mariska uh, Hartsky. Oh, she's amazing. She is. She is. Yes. <sighs> Name? I don't know. I just really couldn't come up with anything. We'll name it by the end yeah, of this. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to come up with something by the end of it. <laughs> We've done that before, haven't yes. we? <laughs> I'll be like, the path the name not of your taken. Movie. I don't know. Ooh, the path always, not taken. Oh, that was deep. I've always kind of done my own thing. Like in high school, back when I went to school, girls didn't weight lift, and I would lift with the football team. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. That's a perfect thing. I would get made fun of, but I, they wouldn't oh. say it to my face. Right. Because yeah. they were scared but, of you. Because yeah. you were weight lifting. Yeah. <laughs> but like, now it's acceptable, which is of great. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. But I've always just kind of did my headstrong, did my thing. I love that. I love that's a, that's a, the path not taken. And that's why we have name. you here today. <laughs> yes. And that's probably why the person who recommended you recommended you talk to us. Absolutely. That's awesome. <clears throat> All right. So now tell us a little bit about who you are. So I grew up in a little bitty town called Hatfield, Indiana, that basically if the corn's grown up, you miss it. It's right where the four line <laughs> breaks off over in 66. So we're in okay. southern Indiana, over in Spencer County. It was always jokes like corn's grown up. You won't see it. <laughs> I grew up there. I graduated from South Spencer, where I was a three-sport athlete. I got college offers in all three sports, oh, wow. but I chose volleyball. And my freshman year of college, I did volleyball, and I did track and field, where I did discus and shot put. Oh, wow. And then I transferred to Kentucky Wesley in my sophomore year. I had a high school coach that told me, you're too short and too slow. You'll never play NCAA ball. 
And I was like, it's Division Two. Yeah. And I ended up playing out the that rest of my three years. Like a real winner, by the way. My senior year, I ended up getting Defensive Player of the Year for most digs. I oh, back wow. Row. Yeah, I'm the short, I was the short volleyball player that everybody's like, you see me on campus, oh, are you a softball player? Yeah. No, I'm the short, <laughs> stocky volleyball player. Yeah, not the six. And foot. I'm actually yeah. really good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's awesome. That is. Uh, when I graduated from Westland, I went to Owensboro Community College because I had to have shoulder surgery, and Dad's oh. insurance would only pay for it if I stay in school. I like um, it. America. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> insurance companies. Yeah. Yes. Then I had to find a job. I actually, let me go back. I worked at the Boys and Girls Club. I worked at Dugan Best for two years mm-hmm. over in the West End at 10th and Omega. I worked there for two years. I was a staff member, and then I'd been the unit director my senior year of college. Mm-hmm. So I was coaching yeah. sixth-grade basketball, eighth-grade volleyball, unit director, and finishing out my last year of college. Loved it, kept me regiment, but it was a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't enough to pay the bills to be a unit director. So I went on. The jail was higher, and I started the jail. And I was like, maybe I want to go to law school. Maybe, maybe not. Because in college, I was a pre-med chemistry major. Oh, wow. I partied too much. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you were doing a different kind of chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> I party too much. I ended up graduating with fitness and sports management, but I wanted to go to law school. And I'm like, well, we'll start the jail. Well, the jail, a dispatcher worked there, one of the leads. She's like, oh, you'd be a great dispatcher. And I'm like, I want to do that. It's more money. So, yeah. and I thought, well, I started seeing the officers come in and out. I'll get my foot in the door. So I worked in dispatch. I got hired on. I worked there for two years and 11 months. Because then when you did hiring at the police department, it was only each year. And it took me three tries to get hired on because I couldn't pass the physical test. I had to lose like 50 pounds. Um, But I really wanted it. So the third time I finally passed the physical test, got hired on. So I worked from dispatch from 04 to 08. Then from 2008 to 2014, I was at the police department as a patrolman. Mm -hmm. And then in 2014, I had my daughter in 2013. 2014, I left because I had worked afternoons. Mm-hmm. most of my career, and I was missing a lot of my daughter's stuff. Yeah. So I went to Department of Corrections as a probation and parole officer. Hmm. Well, they are supervised sex offenders for almost three years. Wow. And Chief knew, he's like, I knew I should have took you up on this bet because I reapplied after I had my son in 2015. I was like, I miss it. You know, I really didn't yeah. want to leave. I miss it, and I got hired on in two weeks. Okay. Because I was still in law enforcement. You know, they still had to do the background, polygraph, all that stuff. But I was hired on in two weeks. Wow. And I've been there from 2017 to now. Okay. And then I got promoted as sergeant <clears throat> July 2nd of this year. Congratulations. Wow. Stressful. I don't know. I think it's self-induced because you have to do a timed written test because they want to put you under stress. Yeah. Then you have to do role-playing. Then you have to do the chief's interview with everybody at the table. Yeah. Uh but it was definitely a ordeal, and I'm, I'm glad I did it. How yeah. many how many female sergeants are they are there on the Owensboro Police Department? I am the only female sergeant. There's a female lieutenant that is uh, upstairs. She's doing all the training right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, very organized, very smart. But the last female sergeant that I knew of was Connie Chapman, and that was she retired in 2008. Oh wow! Wow. As a patrol sergeant. Oh wow! So how many po- female police officers are there? I mean, you don't have to give me an exact number, but I don't see, know. I miss them. I know four. Oh wow! Five. Well, which is still good because Chief has done a really good job with diversity because I was only full time uniform female 
patrolman for six years. Wow. You know, people couldn't remind, remember my name. They're just like, oh, that female. And everybody knew it was <laughs> Whitney. Yeah. 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 At least now it's like, oh, it was a female. Well, you get... Was it the blonde one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's cool. So you told us briefly about like the process that it took to get to where you are now, but like tell us a little bit more in detail about how hard it was, like passing that test and just all the trials that you went through to get through that. Well, the one thing I'm proud of is when I had to pass the physical test, I had to do what the guys had to do, mm-hmm. which now they still have to do the same thing, but it's scored so that you can get more females in there. Yeah. Um, and more diversity. I think it's great that they've done that now. Mm-hmm. But I had to do what the men had to do. And I was like, and it took me three tries and I didn't give up. You know, I yeah. really, really wanted it. Just really, I had to, I was working midnights in dispatch. I'd get up every morning. I started walking, then I'd run or I started swimming, walking, running, really weightlifting, which I love to lift anyway. So yeah. it's not as bad for me. Did, um, did you have physical. to like run like for the for the PT or whatever? Yes, did you, you have do. to run yes. like a certain distance in a certain amount of time <laughs> yes. or something? You have to do 300 meters. It's not, it's 300 meters in 65 seconds, which is a minute five. That's mm-hmm. not quite a whole lap. Okay. And then you have to do a mile and a half run. That's timed. Okay. I you have to run. get a certain time. Yes, <clears throat> you do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And you have to do. I won't be a police officer, and that's what we're learning. <laughs> <to do. laughs> well, and you know, it's kind of funny. They put a sponge down where you get to hit with your chest. Well, when you do I'm, push-ups or, or yes, okay. well, I'm busty. I was thinking, yeah, no, they put it below. Oh, so because you, yes, you were like, says. I have an advantage. Yeah. and I was like, oh no, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, so how many Come push-ups on. do you have to do? Twenty. Oh gosh, I, know, <laughs> I can't. And you mm-hmm. had to bench press. I think it's sixty-four percent of your body weight when you enter, and then when you exit the academy, it's seventy-five percent of your body weight. Like when I left, I bench pressed. I had like the third highest bench press in the state when they used to wow. keep record of oh, it. Wow. I was bench pressing about 190. Of course, I weighed less than I do now after kids, but. I'm scared uh, of you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to be tased? Yes. Because you see those videos on like social yes. media and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, that looks horrible. Because I think the anticipation of it would be just as bad as maybe. Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I've never been tased. Up, so I, don't so know. I was, I came on with uh, four other guys. And it was funny because when we all were going to get tased, like I'm getting sweaty thinking about now, we're going to get tased. I was like, everybody get out of my way. I'm going first. I was like, I am going first. I want to get it done. And they hold you and they're like, dang, your armpits are sweaty. I'm like, I'm getting ready to get tased. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that would be, you know, just like even like just, yeah, the anticipation of something sometimes is almost as bad as a thing. I say that having never had like electric, you know, I can only imagine. wasn't as bad as... As you uh, imagine it would short be. five seconds. Yeah. Does it like last after? Like, I mean, no, or no. so as, as soon as it's, it's off of you, you're like, yes. Other than adrenaline. Your whole body and like, <laughs> like freeze up like you like see you in those videos. See, <laughs> you can tell what's going on around you and see what's going on around you, but you can't do anything about you're it. Like, like you're just locked up. And you're like, oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't want to be tased. I've been pepper sprayed be... too. Oh, oh god! Yeah, was that a part of what you had to do also? Or yeah, well, I had to do it at the jail first, and they like to spray you on in the face. Oh uh, my gosh! There at the police academy, they'll take like a cotton ball and like dab it over or whatever, let it get in your eye, and you do like a short little obstacle course. Oh, oh my god! And then goodness. when I went to Department of Corrections, they spray you in the face, and you had to do this big obstacle course. <laughs> oh Where my you had to goodness. do like knee kicks, and then call on the radio, handcuff somebody. Well, that makes sense because if somebody, you know, some criminal got you in the face, you got to keep going. You got to keep it going. How long is the academy? That's in Richmond, right? So (laughs) 
anywhere from 20 to 22 weeks. I did 18 oh, wow. back in 2008. Okay. Goodness gracious. Wow. Yes. And you get to come home on the weekends, but you're yes. there all week, right? So okay. you did that three separate times. No, I only okay. did it the one time. Now, when okay. I came back, I hadn't been gone long enough, so I only had to go up there for a week for like oh, constitutional okay. law, for like a refresher. Okay. okay. If you're separated, and they may have changed it, if you were separated more than three years, then you'd have to do like two weeks, and if it's longer than that, and so on. Okay. Like refresher courses, yes, basically. Yes. Okay. Well, that's, I yeah. have so many questions for cops. I, like, I, I know, I know. <laughs> they hate, like sitting down with me because I'm like, "What's the worst thing you've ever seen?" <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> probably can't. I know. I know. Um, okay, so going back to like when you worked in the jail, I do. I am interested, like, what your experience, mm-hmm. what you can share about your experiences working in a jail. Like, what was, um, I don't know, the most exciting thing about being in a jail? Well, I grew up in a. Very conservative, middle-class town. I was kept under a rock. I learned a lot at the jail, Mm -hmm. um, especially from a uh, state trustee. But it really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And just sitting down, I worked midnights, but they would get out for an hour of rec, and I would just sit and talk to the inmates and ask them questions. You know, Mm -hmm. how did you end up here? You know, when did you start if they were um, an addict? You know, tell me about your life, basically. Mm -hmm. Just kind of learn more to open my eyes up to it. And not be just closed minded. I like to educate myself. Yeah. Uh, and just talk to them. My biggest thing I learned is if you treat everybody the same, you usually don't have a problem. Now, you, sometimes you're just going to have that problem. Yeah. But you treat everybody the same and with respect. And you're most time you're not going to have a problem. Like I rarely had a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Were you just working with female inmates or male? Like, I don't know how that... I pretty only worked with female. First, I started off in control room. Then I worked with female inmates. Only one time did I have to work with the male inmates just because there wasn't enough staff. So Mm -hmm. I had to work one of the male pods. Okay. Um, But it wasn't too bad because, again, I worked midnights. Yeah, a lot of times they're up, but we would do laundry. The only thing we had to do really is head count and meal trays. Okay. Now, they have, like... So the jail here, like the one in Owensboro, right? Yes. I'm assuming, okay. Yes. So they have people who are like there short term, right? But then they also have like y'all would hold like federal prisoners. Yes, and they stuff have state inmates, transported. federal yeah. inmates, and then they have county inmates. You know, the county inmates are usually short term. Okay. And your state inmates are your like class D, where they're going to do their five years, and then federal, they kind of bounce around to different jails. Interesting. It is very. I think it's. I think it's really interesting because I can only imagine like having sort of like a transient population of inmates. Like I would think that there would be issues that would come with that as well. Oh, I had this one inmate. I do meds. Well, now the nurses did. Back then, we had to do their meds, and every time, I mean, grown a woman, and she would basically poop her jumpsuit every time. And I'm like, why? Why? Like, here's your meds. Go every time. feel like working with college students like I do and working with like I feel like me and a warden like could probably have some common con- conversations residence hall prison it's you know it's the same thing don't quote me on that anyway oh my goodness we had a medical pod and he would just strip down and and be staring like dead eye stare in the window and what time is it? I'm like 3 a.m. And I had to go get my sergeant. I'm like, can you go tell anybody to jump seat back on, please? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. I can only imagine the things oh, you've seen. I cannot even. I do love that you would sit down and ask him, like, how they got to where they are. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's there's a reason why these people have made the decisions that they've ma- made. Yeah. You know, and there's a deeper, darker, you know, 
story there. So that's really interesting <clears throat> that you took that time. Would they do much? I, I, don't, I guess I don't know a lot about the jail, like as far as like rehabilitation, like do they have education at the jail? What, what yes, does that do. look like? Yeah, okay. And, and yeah, is that like exactly done internally now, or do they, they have do. outside orgs well, come they in? Have, they'll have like GED classes. Okay. Nice. Things like that. I think I want to say they have a new program now. I couldn't tell you, but they do have educational classes. Okay. That's just to maybe give yeah. them some more opportunities yes. to make better choices when they get out. That's yeah. good. That's really no, good. that is good. So <clears throat> forgive me if I'm I'm using the wrong terminology, but like <laughs> after you became a police officer, what was your first assignment? Would that be the right term? Yes. Or okay, uh, so I was a patrol officer. Okay. I worked section B, which is after then it was two to eleven, two thirty to eleven. And I worked at the northwest end of town, which is we work. We have six sectors around town, mm -hmm. and I worked Alpha Sector. Okay. Well, I started out Delta on the east side okay. very shortly, and then I got to move to the west side where I wanted. Okay. okay. Um, and I pretty much worked there most of my patrol career uh, until I left. Even when I came back, they let me have that sector. Just nice. because I was familiar. I mean, people still remembered me in the community, mm -hmm. still yeah. talked to me. Interested me because they yeah. knew me. Yeah, yeah. they'd be like, "They're new. I don't want to talk to him. I want to talk to her. I know her." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's somebody <laughs> no. they trust. Or yeah, like, like Whitney. Like... Whitney. You know, I let them call me by my first name. Nice. Yeah, I think it's more familiarity instead of oh, officer so and so or sergeant so and so. It's like, hey, it's you can call me Whit. You can call me Whitney. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, Owensboro has a philosophy of like community policing, right? Like you guys yes. are out like building oh, the relationships yeah. and that kind yes. of. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think that's beneficial. Um. I would think being a patrol officer would be like super scary though. Mm -hmm. I did like the uh, leadership on No, the oh. state police academy, did like a like citizens academy. academy. Okay. And we had like the, like next to last class was you'd had to like do like a fake traffic stuff. And they mm -hmm. gave us these like guns that had paint bullets in it. And let me tell you, that man did not know I was raised by a Marine because he didn't wear a <laughs> face mask with the women. And I shot him right in the face. Whoopsie. And he had a black eye the next day. Anyway. <laughs> That's funny. So when, we were doing, when we were doing defensive tactics at the academy, I remember, and I knew it was a, a trooper that had come, he's working a training and he would come at me so hard, which is a good thing. He would challenge yeah, me yeah. and he's like, I've got you. So I get over the wall finally. Cause you had to go over this wall and you're in all this DT gear and you go. And I mean, he is wearing me out. Like he, he punched me so hard. My face mask went sideways. Oh my god! I thought my lip was busted, but ended up I had a black eye, but I, <laughs> you have these, these foam ass, but well, I got him right between the pads, the back of the knee. And he was like, ah, <laughs> stop, stop, you know. Tanya Harding, the, yeah, <laughs> I go back to the group, I'm like, is my lip busted? <laughs> and I was there with uh, Officer Joe Bob Jones, and he was like, but your eyes, like, no, my lip. He's like, wet your eye. <laughs> oh, no. Was it black? Or, oh, oh, yeah. no. oh, no. <laughs> but, like, I just remember, you know, like, there's this moment where, like, you're walking up on a car, and, you know, they've, mm -hmm. like, pulled a gun on us or whatever, but, like, yeah. you have no idea what you're going to... You don't. Anytime. Yeah, like, you how do you deal with that fear? Your training and experience. For one, I always say when people ask me in the public, cowardice will kill you. Being scared will keep you safe. Okay. You know, scared, safe, cowardice will kill you. You know, if you just absolutely don't know how to react or if you just, you know, being scared, it's like feeling the hairs on the back of your neck. Like, you know, something's not right. Yeah. Trust it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't know, you know, um, mm. and that's just part of it. I mean, it just is. You use, like I said, your training. Mm -hmm. You rely on your training and try not to get complacent. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'm used to stopping cars all the time. And it happens. 
I just I, I just don't think people sometimes think about how brave it is for y'all to just get up and go to work in the morning. <laughs> oh, and I mean, gosh. you might not even think I about it like that, did. I guess now. But like, I mean, really, we I had, I had to do like a ride along um, yeah. with mm-hmm. Leadership Owensboro and I was with a canine officer. That was scary. And I just remember sitting in the car like, you know, he was like walking up on this car supposedly with like drugs or whatever. And I'm like, what if something goes down? I don't know what's going to happen. How does he do this every time this dog's barking? I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, like, know. I just can't imagine like having to live with that. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it takes a special person to be able to put yourself in that situation for the safety of other people. Absolutely. People don't think about that enough. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I did, uh, I actually worked narcotics for two years where we would do, you know, we monitor undercover buys, um, surveillance. Mm -hmm. We would serve our own search warrants. Oh, wow. Um, They did send us to specialized training with a uh, place in New Albany, their special ops guys. That taught us how to breach and how to clear rooms, clear buildings. Because wow. um, that's probably the most dangerous. You know, you just don't know like what you're walking into. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, but it was exciting. I mean, that was adrenaline rush. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. And you're close knit with those people you work with because you're spending, you know, eight, 10 hours in a car, sometimes 16 hours a day together. Yeah. Um, so I did that for a couple years. And then I went to juvenile for two, two and a half years, which I actually requested to go to juvenile because it's something that was kind of hey i'm getting closer to retirement i can retire you know and that six years then now four years and it was on my list of that's i want to do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i it takes a special person and as a survivor i wanted to you know those kids that some people don't believe you know i was one of those kids that mm-hmm. nobody believed me mm-hmm. and it's like you know they need somebody that believes them they need a voice so being juvenile it was the most rewarding Wow. So does that mean that like if, if you're a juvenile, you're you're the person who responds to juvenile incidents or yeah, that and sexually abused and physically abused kids. Oh, wow. and, okay. um, yes. And juveniles that have committed crimes. OK. Made bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so um, what is your role look like right now? So right now I'm Section A patrol supervisor, which is day shift. So what we do now is. We'll look over reports, approve them, reject them. We do sector assignments. Hey, you're going to work here, 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 which most people, most guys and girls are assigned a certain part of town. And then you have uh, officers with less seniority that kind of fill in the slots. Mm -hmm. So you do that, um, which we call dailies. You put them in their areas. You do, if there's any overtime, try to staff it, get somebody to come in, uh, staffing, evaluations. Really, it's just managing people and personalities. Do you like that? That's that's so easy. Which would you rather do, be a patrol person or manage people's personalities? (laughs) Well, I I will tell you, I love it. I absolutely love it. Even my husband's like, you're so much happier. Oh, good. Um, I've taken some of the younger officers, and I'm like, hey, how long have you been here? What are your goals here? Mm -hmm. You know, have some goals. If you want to find a niche, like if it's narcotics or if you want to become a detective Mm -hmm. or another specialized unit. And they'll say, you know, like a couple of them, they're pretty new. Like, well, I really like patrol. That's good. But if you want to go into narcotics, then you need to start thinking about that and find that niche. Mm -hmm. And I will, like one of them, or actually a few of them, since I worked up in Detectives Bureau, I said, this is how, if you have a bigger case that doesn't get to a detective or on the street, this is how you type up your notes. Mm -hmm. If you want to go somewhere, start doing your serious cases like this. So yeah. you can say, hey, when you interview, look, this is how I did this. Basically, my job is to make each patrolman, each patrolwoman the best that they can be. Yeah. Cool. 
I bet if you took the strengths quest, it's like this assessment, you would be developer would be one of your skills because yeah. I can hear in you that you want to like mm-hmm. develop and build up other people. It's funny because so like, I've asked them that. I'm like, so what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Yeah. And how can you work on that? Like, what's the problem? What's the solution? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear that. Oh, I can see you being an awesome like cheerleader, like really like encouraging these people and being tough on them and saying you can do better. Absolutely. Yes. I can hear that. Absolutely. Hey, we all need that. You can still be tough on somebody and not be demeaning or yell. Of course. Yeah, Yeah, you can love people and be be tough on them. You know, absolutely. So this is a tough question, but what is the most difficult part of your job? I think really it's just for me now is there's there's some. Um, guys and girls that work the street that I've never worked with that mm-hmm. I have to get to know. And there's some officers I don't even know their names or name with the face. Mm-hmm. And the officers that have worked with me know me mm-hmm. and getting to know the ones that I don't know. Sure. But really managing personalities. Yeah. And knowing it's like coaching. You know, I always equate it to coaching. I can, one girl, I can say, hey, you do this, or I'm going to pull you. Or one, you're like, hey, you got to do better. Or one, you'd be like, don't do it again. Yeah, you have to learn how to talk to people. Yes. I think just managing personalities, really. Yeah. Yeah. How many many total officers are there about? I think there's 15 to 17 a shift. Okay. Um, In 2020, I believe, did we have 107? Oh, wow. We're still a little short now, but we're almost, we're getting there. You know, a couple of years ago, yeah, we were very, we were short staffed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like at, at any one time, the Owensboro police came and did like an active shooter mm-hmm. thing for mm-hmm. us. Um, and how many officers are like on the streets of Owensboro at one time? I was surprised at how little it was. And I know that, like not in a bad <laughs> way, but you know what I mean? I'm like, man, y'all have a huge responsibility for that many people. Yeah. It depends because you still have other means like uh, my first one of my first Saturdays on my own. We end up in a standoff situation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my gosh. Welcome. Yay. Welcome to the job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throwing to the wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, it ended fine. But you have anywhere nine to ten. But okay. you still have like shift commanders. And during the day, you have other people at the department. Like at the, oh, and okay. then you have other like specialized units you can call in if you need them. ready on. to rock. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. That star schedule is always subject to change at the very bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I like it. So what is most rewarding about what you do? I think now what I really like doing is help developing the younger officers. Mm -hmm. I can see that. You seem like you light up. (laughs) I do. I do. Well, I coach and also, you know, I love this community. I didn't grow up here. I moved here and I stayed here, Mm -hmm. you know, and I want to make the community better and we can do that by string better police officers yeah absolutely we have um we have a student that well he just graduated in may and he's just about to come out of the academy with Mm -hmm. y'all kelton boyland oh yeah give him a hard time for me but anyway, I already gave him my license plate and was like, don't pull this car over. Thank you. Kelton. (laughs) Well, I was up at Richmond last week for homicide investigations and uh, we went out to eat with a few of the recruits. I mean, mm-hmm. another sergeant just talking to him, telling him, you know, hey. Yeah. And now he already had plans a, a football watching party with his, I guess, academy mates. Oh. oh. Okay, Kelton, I'm going to text you later about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, I had a question. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So y- you would think at least by the media and like things you see on social, social media mm-hmm. and like the Owensboro police scanner, Facebook group that like <laughs> Owensboro is going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. and that there's a lot more like violent crime in Owensboro. Is that true? Um, like how have you seen 
the crime and are you i mean i don't know if you're able to comment on that but Policing, what do you see as the biggest difference from when i started has taken a, it's to- completely different okay. from 2008 when i started i will say i feel like it's not random okay it's certain it's like targeted where people are like oh they're comment oh, i'm glad i don't live in owensboro i don't yeah it's not you know there are some crimes of opportunity absolutely but most of it isn't random mm-hmm. it's people who are already involved in things yes. maybe okay all right yes. that's yeah okay i understand what you're saying yeah. that makes yeah. me feel better in a yeah. weird way i mean i don't want anybody to be well, involved I mean, like in a crime, I said, crime but like opportunity because i still i'm very protective of my family you know mm-hmm. mess with me all you want but don't mess with my kids because they yeah. have nothing to do with what i do for a living right <laughs> right right yeah um speaking of tell us a little bit about your kids we kind of skipped over that a little bit if you want to if you want to share a little bit about so i have a 10 year old daughter maddie and an eight-year-old son silas my little Jay Sai, uh, mama's boy. <laughs> she's a she's a mama's girl, but we are so much alike. We butt heads so oh, bad. So bad. That's like. yeah, yeah. Uh, she's ten going on sixteen. Is <laughs> oh my goodness! So ten and eight is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. And she plays softball. She plays rec softball, travel softball. She's actually at basketball uh, evals wow. right now. <laughs> and my son's at faith formation, but we try to keep them active, sports, trying something. Yeah. Um. Everybody says their kids smart. Mine are very smart. <laughs> of course they uh, are. They were going to put her in the gifted program in public schools, but we switched her over to another school. So, but her scores are still really high. But she's more introverted, and yeah, I don't like people, Mom. I'm like, <laughs> don't be like me. Um, <laughs> so my son is a complete one eighty social bug. He is Aww. popular at school. Like we'll walk up to different programs of like. Hey, Mama. Well, hey, Mom, look, there's Silas. Hi, Silas. Hi, Silas. <laughs> or my daughter's just kind of hiding behind sure, us. Yeah. You know, it's completely different. It's funny how cool. they can be yes, so different from one another. Yeah. yeah. And it helps her out of her shell a little bit. He makes friends yeah. wherever he goes. That's just, he's going to be the life of the party. Yeah. yeah. I'm about to save up for bail money for him. Oh. <laughs> are they pretty close? Because, I mean, they're close in age. Are they pretty, like, do they yes get along no. through? Okay. I mean, they fight, but I ultimately they'll take up for one another. Mm-hmm. And Right. He's just so sweet. I tell him he's sweet like his daddy. She's mean like her mama. Um, <laughs> mean and quiet? That's yeah. a scary. It's a scary combo. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad combo. <laughs> the sleeping lion. Um, <laughs> there you go. But they are. I mean, they'll take care of each other. Mm-hmm. It's just they just fight. It's like, yeah. Yeah. How, so how? But now, they will miss each other. My daughter, we sent her to camp for the first time, which was oh, nerve wracking nice. for me. Yeah, yeah. especially doing what I did, and I'm like, <sighs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go to camp with all these other kids and other counselors, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and my son absolutely missed her, and she missed Aww. him. She won't admit it. Yeah, she did. That's so sweet. They missed each other. Yeah. So how do they handle? I know you're in like an office setting more so right now, but like, how do mm-hmm. they handle what you do? How do they feel about it? So we don't, I don't really talk about it a whole lot um, yeah. with them because I want them to still be young, precocious. I don't want them to worry because my daughter does have a lot of anxiety. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she's getting more privy to it, understanding. Okay. I think she knows more than what she wants to tell me. Sure. Because she's asked me and I'm like, you know, I can't talk about it, babe, or yeah. just had a rough day. Yeah. Um, but they know but don't, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they're they know so young it's dangerous, too. Yeah. but not how dangerous. And Absolutely. You know, I try to keep that away from them. That's one thing. Like, we got my daughter a phone, and I'm really big on checking phones, being a mm-hmm. juvenile, check her phone, mm-hmm. talk to her about internet safety. Whew, yes. Uh, boundaries, personal boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I turn the news off on her phone because, you know, as soon as something mm-hmm. happens, 
that's like breaking news and you know like iphone pop it up or whatever so i turned that off on her phone because i was like how bad would that be you know if she's at home while i'm at work and it's like oh my gosh you know yeah worried about you yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah those are things that you wouldn't think about you know my son loves a civilian you know i want to be a police officer and i'm like no be a fireman <laughs> I love that. Do you okay? Yeah. Do you like? Um, I had this conversation with my dental hygienist the other day while she was cleaning my teeth. They're very white right now. Um, but she was, you know, she doesn't let her kids like spend the night at mm-hmm. other people's houses. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a kid, that was mm-hmm. people didn't even think about that, right? But now, I mean, is that like are there other things that you would recommend that parents are just more aware of maybe than when we were so? Up? There are only certain places you can spend the night, which is like my in laws. We got Mamma Paps, her. Uh, babysitter who pretty much kind of raised them mm-hmm. uh her daughter she's a daughter at sixth or seventh grade and her maddie and kinsley are best friends mm-hmm. so I'll, i will let them go over there and stay the night um most of the time i have her friends come over to our house mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but one thing i've always taught her is if you're ever uncomfortable if something has happened go to the bathroom act like act like you're sick Start playing sick and call me or your dad and we'll come get you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. great advice. You know, yeah. act like, hey, I need, I don't feel good, and mm-hmm. yeah, call yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good advice because you can yeah. teach your kids boundaries and still, you know, most of the time it's somebody you know, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Or they've groomed the whole family, what up, what yeah, yeah, and at least teach them. You know, I've told her I don't care if they threaten you, if they say they're gonna threaten us. I was like, you come tell me. Right. Mm-hmm. Or tell a teacher, tell your dad, you come tell us. They There's can throw yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. You've talked a little bit about this, but I want you to talk a little bit more about what it is like to be a woman in your role. It's oh, this is good. <laughs> I've always treated myself like one of the guys. Okay. You know, cool. when I did come on, I did have to work harder to prove myself, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like I have and I've got I've earned the respect of my peers. And one thing it cracks me up now. I was looking at their our uniform order. They have women's pants now. I don't even know what my size is in women's pants. <laughs> that's, that's I just get the men's size. Oh, that's a new because, thing. Yeah, they, well, they didn't have. Oh my goodness. It may be not as new because I haven't been back. I haven't been in uniform for four, four and a half oh, years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it may have been a little sooner. But when I came on, it was all men's stuff, like men's sizes and. That's yeah, funny. you know, men's size boots are like, well, we can get you women's sizes. And I'm like, I don't know my size in women's. That's you know? hilarious. It is. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I asked for the baseball cap with the bun. I was like, can we at least get a baseball cap with the hole, the, with with the the hole in it? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to stuff all that up in that hat and then it's tied against your forehead and gives you a headache. <laughs> do they, um, I mean, I, I know you're going to say no, but like, are there, do you feel like the, the men on the, police force have like welcomed you like do do they see you any different do you think no okay yeah no because i said i treat myself like one of the guys i always have do you feel like you have to act like one of the guys though or is that just who you are i'm a tomboy okay i grew up i'm a tomboy i wish i could be like oh get my nails done but it's just not me it's just like okay cool yeah i mean i can't clean up really good though yeah (laughs) (laughs) people don't recognize me like whoa Do you go to the like the ball that y'all like the the? I didn't this last year. I went the year before, and the year was the year before that. We usually don't go because my husband has conference that week before, and we've already okay. exhausted our babysitting. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. okay. I didn't know if it was one of things that you walk that. in and it was like bam, and they're like, "Who is that?" Yeah, like, oh, that's so like, Go to the gala or have 
three or four days without the kids. Yeah, <laughs> I know which one I'm picking. Yeah. I got you, boo. Weird. Yeah. Work-life balance. <laughs> All right, so tell us um, about some other things that you're involved in. I know you talked about, like, um, polygraph yes, tester, I am a dog polygraph mom, examiner. et cetera, yep. et cetera. Tell us all about those things. So in 2013, I went to polygraph school. It's 10 weeks, and it is... Wow, 10 weeks. It's intense. <laughs> it is very intense. Really? Because you go over physiology, oh, wow. psychology, statistics, um, of course, testing, writing yeah, your tests. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so do you just do that for the police department or could a wife like hire you to do it for her husband (laughs) who's lying about the dishes or okay all right damn (laughs) no um how can i use it i just do it for the police department we do pre-employments we do our own pre-employment polygraphs and also criminal ones okay how often are there criminal polygraphs done i don't know probably not often enough okay a lot of times you know attorneys gonna be like no i have done a couple where attorneys have been present Mm -hmm. not in that room but could watch it yeah and they would like, yeah, I'll let them do a, a polygraph. And I was like, and watch it. I'm like, okay. How accurate is a polygraph test? So when you go to pre-employment, it's not as accurate because you're covering different things. Like you're basically covering someone's, the things they've done yeah. in their whole life. Like bad, good, you know, <laughs> the good, bad, and ugly. And it's not as accurate because you are going over so much. Yeah. Now, as far as a specific issue, like... A lot of them, unfortunately, are sex abuse. Mm-hmm. Like, did you touch that girl a certain way, or did you yeah. touch them here, or there? Um, about ninety-eight. Oh wow, wow. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Wow, that is interesting. That is so interesting. I don't do science, but like, <laughs> I think it's. I didn't realize how, how like ten weeks of training is a long That's time. Intense. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. How many people? So, how many people are trained in that at the Owensboro Police Department? We have. Well, there's two licensed examiners, myself and Detective Alsip, and then we have two that are interning right now. Okay. So they are done with phase A, which is where we have to be watching them, um, whether it's through video or through the glass. And then phase B is we have to be available for a phone call if they have any questions with their charts or the test or something. Yeah, so I mean, that's a really special skill that you have. And they have to take a state licensing exam. Wow. Yeah, Kentucky was the first, first licensed state for polygraph. You can't just buy off the internet and say, hey, I'm going to run you through this. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That is really yeah. cool. I did not know it was that intense. And a lot of them don't like to do the fidelity tests. <laughs> oh, I bet they don't. I bet they don't. <laughs> well, they charge a lot. And some people will pay for it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. I mean. Thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. I mostly just be concerned. Like, did you wash those dishes that you said you washed? Like, that's the kind of thing. <laughs> or did you let the dog lick them off and clean it? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Did you I change his it. diaper? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you are a dog mom. Speaking of yes, dogs, what kind of, do you love, have multiple dogs? Yes. Did you say? Tell, tell us. I what. love dogs more than people. Everybody <laughs> knows that. Knows that. Knows me. I remember. So when I worked in dispatch, uh, there was a dispatcher, Neil Ann Tramey, one of the best on the radio. Uh, she and I could hear it in her voice when she has to send me to a call where a dog's been hit. Aww. She's like, I'm so sorry, you know, Aww. like, no, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah, um, but yes, I have a rehomed golden doodle, Ziggy. Aww. He is black and white, beautiful dog. People are like, Did you fix him? Absolutely, yeah. And I I have a old English sheepdog, Lulu. Oh, so we have Ziggy Marley and Lulu after Jimmy Buffett's sister. Yes, uh, Lulu. Like I had to pretty much give my blood and DNA to get her, which is fine. I got her from <laughs> Big Fluffy Dog Rescue out of uh, New Albany, Indiana. Okay. Wow. Had an interview. Wow, oh, they're like everything. super yes. serious. About- yeah. Okay. She's supposed to be a sheep a doodle, but I don't know if she has any doodle in her. Does she shed? 
No. Oh, well, that's, no. that's awesome. No. Yeah. And she's very, she's way more laid back than our golden doodle. Yeah. Way. We have a golden doodle. <laughs> they are, I'm telling you, this dog is so sweet. Oh. I mean, I did spend my boat money on him to save him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're an angel on earth. Oh, yeah. My husband caught him upstairs, and I guess he inhaled a pair of my daughter's underwear. <gasps> Why did they eat underwear? I don't I know. D- it's they, gross. They're nasty. It's gross. <laughs> gross. So he goes down. Like, he's looking bad, and I call my vet, and I'm like, what do I do? Like, Dr. Richie, what do I And she's like, send a picture. She's like, oh, you need to call Evansville and get him there. So I was on call, so my husband takes Ziggy over there. And this is during COVID, so he's just drop him off, sit in the van, oh, like his door dashing to, gonna... to himself <laughs> in Evansville. And about midnight, he's like, so $1,200, do you want to save him or put him down? And I'm like, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, said, yeah. Just take, take the money. Yeah. Oh, take the money. He yeah. ate my boat money. <laughs> oh I know gosh. Dr. Richie. I know both of them. Sisters. Which yeah, one do you? I went to school with Laura. Okay, cool. Is that, yeah. who, is that yes. who you see? Yeah. 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 Robin's yeah. one of my dear, dear friends. Oh, okay. Her sister. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I love Dr. Richie and Dr. She's wonderful. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Very cool. Um, yeah, she, uh, yeah, when he did that, they took the stitches out and hadn't really healed. So uh, Dr. Richie came over, laid him on his side. He just laid there and looked at me. And she sent her to stitching him up. And Diana, her text, like, he's a good dog. I'm like, I'm telling you, this dog didn't mean bone his body. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he just eats draws. That's all. <laughs> that's another story, but that's because she's mistreated. But yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. It's a small world. They do. Isn't, isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so and you, we have oh, a. Oh, uh, we have another. So. I had this boxer I got from the shelter years ago. Oh, my goodness, ago. you have another dog. They keep coming. <laughs> well, he, he's gone. Aww. This is how we ended up with boxer. our... I'm not a big cat person. Like I won't hurt an animal, but I'm not a big cat person. Yeah. So we were on vacation. He passed, which he was like 14 years old. Aww. And this kitten shows up at our house. Aww. And I'm like, kids, do not name it. It's not staying around here. <laughs> Don't get attached. Yes. This cat crawled up in our Tahoe, made two trips to Masonville and back. Oh, no. Still alive, so I called it Wayman. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Wayman. <laughs> the highway man. And then one time I was up in the car. I go to the station, and I'm like, it crawls out. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I it's made your a bad cat. joke. I can't say it. But I was like, <laughs> I got to get that back. Yeah. So I get it back in the car, and we end up keeping it. So now we have Ruby Cat, a black Aww, cat Ruby. Of course. Indoor. You have to keep the cat. <laughs> And about three weeks ago, uh, I got a cat at PetSmart. Oh, <laughs> my Spiral. gosh. You're uh-uh. a sucker. I love it. You're yes, a softie. You're I am. Chaos. And she's I chaotic. But she's so pretty. And the kids just love her. Like, she's so, so Ruby stays hidden. Ruby's okay. kind of like, one of those, like, yeah. In the Tahoe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what in the world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Ruby turned out to be a girl, so we named her Ruby. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and now we have Chaos. And my husband's like, no I more animals. that name. <laughs> so two dogs and two cats. Yes. Did they all get kids. along? Yeah. And two kids, yep. <laughs> no. But they do not <laughs> they get, along. get along. That no, is so no. stressful. I've had well, that. Well, the dogs do. It's the okay. cat. Like, our golden doodle. Oh, just it's always the cats. To, <laughs> the prey drive in him. I was like, oh, i got to chase it. And yeah. Lulu just doesn't care. We were laying in bed the other night. Lulu's on my side of the bed. And Chaos is laying at my husband's feet. They're just chilling. This chaos gets up and pop, pops Lulu on the head and then lays back down. <laughs> <laughs> And Lulu just raises her head. Yes, she just raises her head like, what? What just happened? happened? What was that? She's a different, she doesn't care. Yeah, I love it. I definitely have more of that cat personality. (laughs) 
gonna go oh, anywhere. Yeah. Cats are hilarious. <laughs> They're just all so unique and weird. They are. They are. Yes. Um, okay, so. You also are on the suicide prevention board, and you participate in shop with a cop. And I'm on the children's so, advocacy board. So tell us about the, all those boards and different things that you're right. involved in. So the suicide prevention board. One of the reasons I joined it uh, was because of Chartez, who I worked with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I want to do more. Yeah, I feel like mental health is not talked about enough, especially in law enforcement settings. Mm-hmm. Or hey, we're gonna be tough. Sure. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why I why I joined that board. Mm-hmm. Um, part of New Beginnings when I was I was on that board when I was supervising sex offenders because mm-hmm. um, I want to do something positive, you know. So, yeah. Oh, wow. yo, you get a job. That's great. <sighs> you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was on that board for a few years, and then I just joined the Children's Advocacy Center board. Okay. And they serve the Green River area, which is Union, Davis, Hancock, McLean, McLean. I can't remember if they're part of Webster or if that's Penny Ryle. But what they do is they offer counseling services for kids that are survivors. They do okay. forensic interviews. Uh, kids wow. that are younger, they have spe- specially trained mm-hmm. forensic interviewers. So that's very near and dear to me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> You're involved in lots of amazing things. You're- and how often to shop with a cop? Is that just at Christmas? December. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Is that's that fun. is that fun? Do you enjoy doing that? Is that it? Is that when is, like yeah. like kids come to the store? Oh, it is. It is. is that what? Uh, more so with the kids, it's fun. Yeah. 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 Of course. <laughs> yes. And sometimes that's kind of, you know, when parents are like, also, well, you've got to get, yeah. well, you need to get some socks and underwear, you know. Oh, and they want to so get, yeah. 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 But they want to get toys. Yeah. 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 Oh, I bet that's special for those kids, though, to be able to do that with you all. Um, okay. So, who are some women who have inspired you? Or if you don't want to name names, what are some qualities in some women that have inspired you? I love Condoleezza Rice. Oh. Yeah, I need to read her book. I grew up just watching her. Gosh, she's just such a phenomenal woman. Mm-hmm. Love her. Was very, very tactful, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, classy. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a pushover. Right. Right. Um, one, my mom, God rest her soul. My mom was my mom was such a pushover. So growing up, I was like, I'll be darned if I let somebody, somebody treat me like me. that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just no, I wouldn't yeah. let her do it anybody else uh, one of my high school coaches Wayne Boltinghouse had a big influence uh, mm-hmm. a mentor he actually was the one that helped me get re- he gave me the NCAA handbook I was like hey this is what you need to do to get NCAA ready then because mm-hmm. uh, they didn't talk about that stuff in the 90s I mean I yeah. graduated in 98 me yeah. too and he was just <laughs> such a huge influence my senior year uh, my junior senior years of high school no, my brother, my oldest brother and I are very close. He's mm-hmm. kind of, I want to say father figure, but he coached me, mm-hmm. yeah. took me to my college tryouts. He actually was the one that dropped me off of college my freshman year. Aww. Him and my sister-in-law. My yeah. parents didn't. <laughs> like people were like, oh, my parents. I'm like, no, it's my brother and my sister-in-law. <laughs> my brother. That's a good brother <laughs> yeah. and sister-in-law. Yeah. Love that. Uh, who else? I know there's some others. Uh, but no, Connelly's Rice is probably the biggest. I mean, she just, like I said, just the way her persona, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, you know, her dad was like, take the time, the opportunity to, you know, if you get an opportunity, take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And use it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge. You know, some people are like, well, I don't know. You know, before when I was at LPD, I mean, I was still there before I left, you know, I had a lieutenant well, try out for sergeant. I didn't think I was ready. You know, mm-hmm. I should have went to the te- through the testing, but I was like, no, you know, I had six and a half years on. Certainly I could have done it, but I was like, no, I don't know. I think getting that self-confidence. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so speaking of self-confidence, what are you most proud of about yourself? Probably being a mom, uh, raising my kids. You know, I've 
we just went to parent teacher and the teacher's like, man, your daughter, she's very kind, mm-hmm. considerate. Um, yeah. Sometimes you'll hear me in the store like crisscross applesauce. I'm not raising heathens. You know, I, just don't, <laughs> I don't let them run around crazy. You know, yeah. I discipline them, get onto yeah. them. Uh, being a mom and I think, well, I mean, making sergeant yeah. you know, was yeah. something, like I said, it was very stressful. You know, at the time, my husband was running for election, and then I'm trying to go through testing. We're trying to do all this stuff, and it was just so stressful. Yeah. Getting to play NCAA ball was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But those are things that are past. Like, being a goal-driven person, it's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like you should learn to develop yourself because that's yesterday's yeah. goal. Yeah. yeah. You know, and sometimes people get stagnant if yeah. they're just go, hey, I made, oh, I made my goal. Yeah. It's developing yourself, but... I say being a mom. I just yeah, say being yeah. a mom and a coach. It's something to be proud of, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember one time I came, I think, was I still in afternoons? I remember coming in the house, and I thought, you know, for a long time, I just didn't feel like a mom. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. well, here I am, the police officer with me, you know, and mm-hmm. I just did not feel like a mom. And now, as my kids have gotten more involved, you know, I feel like a mom and a, mm-hmm. you know, a police officer. Like, I can separate, like, I can separate those because when I coach, I don't even think about work. Yeah. This is the kid's safe space. This is my safe space. Yeah. And we're here to have a good time and learn. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was kind of hard, kind of having that realization, that self-awareness that, okay, well, we need to switch gears and try to be more nurturing. And I'm not a helicopter mom. Yeah. Yeah. My husband's a helicopter dad. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> um, I'm like, give them some space. That's how they learn. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, well, you say, okay, you're goal-driven. My last question for you then is like, so what is, what is the next goal for you? Like you are a sergeant. You can tell me if I'm lying or not. Like you've accomplished a lot. (laughs) And so is there something else that like, what's the next thing for you? Is there? Uh, I would like to continue coaching. Mm -hmm. I like seeing the girls grow. Tell us a little bit more about coaching. We didn't really get to, you touched on it a little bit, but Mm -hmm. you, what do you coach? Softball. Softball. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 10U softball, 8U to 10U softball. Um, I would like to get back into coaching basketball and volleyball. Okay, cool. It's kind of right now I'm kind of switching shifts to get different evals from different lieutenants. Mm-hmm. Uh, but coaching, the biggest reward is to see, oh, like this one girl I coached at Sargo several years ago. You know, she was kind of like lackadaisical. And, and and the hard kids that are kind of, that's kind of my, that's a, I love a challenge. Yeah. yeah. I dare you challenge I can me. tell like, that on. about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Know, I love yeah. that. And I remember getting through to her because I was like, don't, you can throw the ball. You're stronger than that. And I was like, catch the next one. I said, I know you can do it. I believe in you. Catch it. She caught the next ball, got the third out. And I go to give her a high five and she jumps in my arms. Like, I'm not even ready for it, really. And I would coach her off to the side, too, because growing up, I couldn't afford coaching lessons. You know, my brother coached me. So I try to, if there's kids that can't afford it, hey, my daughter's practicing at this field come meet me here and I'll work with your kid Yeah. or oh, Hey, great. you know, we're doing this, uh, to see that improvement, mm-hmm. even how small it is and the smile on their face and the confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish there was more women in coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that there's nothing wrong with men, but so they see that woman, that woman role model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's just, I feel like there's just not enough. Yeah. And yeah. part of it's being, it's hard to be a mom and coach. You know, my husband has done great. He's all, he's, He's very secure with role reversal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, but we divide and conquer. But that's the thing is it's I think that's part of why maybe it's like, hey, we've got to we've got to do that mom role. And there's nothing wrong with that. I yeah. mean, shoot, I had a friend. I was like, man, 
I wish I could be as good as a mom as you are. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not this organized. I fly by the seat of my pants. And <laughs> just go. Everybody's good in their own way. You know, everybody's yeah. doing their own best and sometimes worse <laughs> over here. Oh, my gosh. We'll have our moments I mean, of worse. We, I mean, to your point, we need more female coaches. I'm thinking, yeah. you know, I work at Wesleyan, yeah. and in our athletic department, you know, we have tons of female sports. <laughs> yeah. We have two... I think female head coaches right now, volleyball and women's basketball. Wow. Um, and then the mm-hmm. rest of the female sports are coached by men. I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, they are, I think they're lacking some, t- like that person to look up to that's a, a woman. Yeah. I don't know to why. Say, I can do that. Yeah. 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 That's great. Well, cool. Um, I am impressed by you. I think you're awesome. Yeah, and you've I am accomplished. so glad to get to know <laughs> yes. you. I'm also going to awesome. give you my license plate so you don't yeah. pull me over. I'm just kidding. You're not on the- <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I don't have a printer. I can't take it. I'll just call you- somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're going to come in. I bet yeah. you would be one hell of a coach. Don't you? I mean, oh, my oh my gosh. Well, yeah, yeah, and I just I see it like yeah. you do it at work. You do it, you know, mm-hmm. with your kids. You do it with you know coaching. Like yeah. you're a developer. Yeah, I see it. I'm trying, still trying to think yeah. of the name of your movie, and for some reason, I just want to be like challenge. <laughs> but I don't know how you would spell challenge that. Challenge accepted. Challenge yeah. accepted. That's yeah. it. Challenge accepted. I mean, that's. Well, I mean, it's funny because I had a bad motorcycle wreck. I guess was that 2011 or 12, and you know, some guys at work ride, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get my motorcycle on a ride. I can do what the boys can do. Oh It gosh. didn't turn out very good for me. <laughs> Shattered elbow, fractured sternum, oh my bruised God. liver. Oh my goodness! A week in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Well, Three I elbow no. surgeries. I have later. a big tail, and I don't think that's made for. <laughs> but like, there is no part of me that wants to ride a motorcycle because no. I'm scared of that stuff yeah. happening. Yes, so yeah, for sure. You do all the things I, I would do if I was brave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the like person. That. If you tell me no. You're going to do it. Oh, yeah. I'm I can with tell you. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> and my daughter's <laughs> like that. And I'm like, yeah. That's a great trait. That's it's a great, a great trait. trait to give your daughter. I mean, really. Yeah. Yeah. Don't really. choose your battles, though. She's got to learn to yeah. Sometimes you just got to be like, all right, I give in. Yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate all that you do for this community, Thank honestly. You. I love it, this community. I cannot even imagine, you know, going to work every day. I mean, you're brave and we appreciate you so oh, much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. I really enjoy like going to Girls Inc. And yes, I play, we awesome. play little team building games. And yeah. I was talking to the older girls uh, months back and I went through where the little girls are at. And they're like, are you going to come back and see Aww. us? Give me a hug. I, I was like, that's, I mean, I and that's it. great for them to one, see a woman yeah. who's a police officer, but also yes. to see, you know, that's why I think that community policing, you know, to mm-hmm. like, you can, people can vilify, I think the, the police, yes. but for them to see you as like real people well, and, and that like goes people like, that care about them, exactly. you know, and that's why I like something I'm calling me by my first name because there's not, I don't like that barrier there. I feel like that's sure. a barrier where someone's like, Oh, you got to call me so and so with the yeah. title. Um, is to break down that barrier so that people approachable and that you are a human being. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was teaching uh, children's liturgy last Sunday. <laughs> Woo. Uh, <laughs> I was the assistant and there was a kid in there and he just, oh, going crazy and all that. And they're all playing. And finally I was like, they're like, oh, are you a preschool teacher? Because, <laughs> you know, I'd be like, put your listening ears on. Yeah. Applesauce. Like some of the guys I work with, like, I don't even know who you are, yeah. Whitney. <laughs> who are you? And I'm like, do the little zipper mouth. Yeah. And like, oh, you teach at this preschool. And I finally said, no, I'm a police officer. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> and there's this one little girl I've seen in there. Because sometimes if I'm on duty, I'll try to, I'll go to mass and I'll sit back mm-hmm. in the cry room. Um, <laughs> so I can hear the radio and stuff still. And then one little girl, she's so cute. And she goes, don't arrest me. And I was like, <laughs> we don't arrest kids. And she just smiles real big. But they're like, no, you're not. And my son's like, yes, she is. Yeah, my mom's a cop. Yeah. Back up. 
That's what I'm. <laughs> well, then he starts to run off with the book going back to mass, and I'm like, stop. I was like, red light. Or I'm gonna give you a ticket. <laughs> I love it. And my son so just kicked in. Yeah. My son just looks at this bewildered look, like, "What?" I love it. I love it. We appreciate you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for, for taking the time on. to do this because yeah. I know you have a lot going on. Oh, yeah, we appreciate awesome. you. Thank you. Whitney's husband Nick and another special guest tell us why they love Whitney. Hey, Whit, it's Nick. I just wanted to pop on here and let you know how much we love you and are so so proud of you. You know we think you're tenacious and dedicated in everything you do, whether it's being the first female patrol sergeant in 15 years, or whether it's being the best mama, wife, or friend to us that we could ever ask for. We're thankful for you and everything you do. Um, you know, we love you very much and are so, so proud and are thankful that you let us be part of this thing that we call life with you. Hi, Mom. I'm proud of you. Because um, you let me sleep with you when I have nightmares or stuff like that. And when I'm scared. You're the rock to this family, so you keep on going. Madeline is with you right now as you run her to practice, and I'm sure she's thankful and proud of all that you do. Us and the fur babies, love you. Can't wait to see you. Bye. Love you.